Hello and welcome to Across the Bifrost, the Mighty Thor podcast, where each and every episode we explore the world of Marvel's Mighty Thor. I am your host, Ryan Doze, and on today's show, we jump back into our throwback series where we are talking about issue 122 of Journey into Mystery, entitled Where Mortals Fear to Tread. This is a continuation of a absorbing man multi-part story that we're doing with Thor. Loki is involved. We're going to see Odin this issue. We're going to find out who Jane's mysterious kidnapper is. There's a lot jam-packed into this issue today. But this episode, like we've been doing these throwbacks the last few weeks, is going to be a bite-sized episode. There's lots packed in here, but it's going to be bite-sized for whatever you've got going on this week, this weekend, whatever you're doing errands, you're just hanging out around the house. This is a quick little bite-sized bit of Thor to get you through the weekend. It's our throwback series, and I'm excited to have you along today. If you're listening, I appreciate it. I hope you enjoy this little breakdown of a pretty darn good issue of Journey into Mystery. So let's jump in with a synopsis of this issue. The Marvel.com synopsis goes something like this. Thor is blackmailed by reporter Harris Hobbs, who we've met before, who is he has snagged some pictures of the Thunder God transitioning back into Don Blake. So we find out a little bit more of what's going on in the kidnapping situation. We'll talk a little bit more about that later on in this little bite sized issue of Journey and Mystery. So the creative team on this issue uh penned so uh humorously by stan lee this is how he breaks it down this was written with compassion by stan lee it was drawn with comprehension by jack kirby it was inked with competence by vince coletta and it was lettered for compensation by artie uh, by artie simic my gosh that last one always gets me a little bit because in all reality all four of these men did their job for compensation, but Artie kind of gets gets thrown in there at the end. I always love how Stan breaks down the creative team. Some of my thoughts on this issue. This was a really fun issue of Journey into Mystery. It was a really fun Thor story. It was all it was pretty layered, uh, which is kind of nice for a Silver Age Thor comic. Not not a lot of them are very layered where you have an a a storyline and a b storyline but today definitely a layered read and i'll explain a little bit more about that uh as we go along we kind of break down the the high points and the thoughts that i have on this story and like i've said in the previous weeks we're not going to do a page by page breakdown of these issues uh, because I want you to get the highlights. And then when we get to read it or leave it at the end, you can make your decision. If this sounds like something that you would want to read, or if this is something that's better uh, left for another time. So here's some of the thoughts that I have about this issue. The absorbing man 
is becoming one of my favorite Silver Age villains when it comes to the world of Marvel Comics. He's so hokey. He's the way he talks is very like very bumpkin-ish. He, he's kind of a brute and and he he talks in this weird kind of language and I just I love it. I I get such a kick out of him. And on top of him being entertaining, he's also becoming a legitimate threat in Thor's rogues gallery. Up until now, Thor's rogues gallery has been uh, formidable at times, but for the most part, it's Loki. Loki is the main rogue. We got to see Mr. Hyde and Cobra show up a few times. We've seen uh, the executioner and the enchantress, people like that. But the absorbing man, is starting to become a recurring villain and he's becoming a legitimate threat for the God of Thunder in these Silver Age stories. And this multi-part story that we're in the middle of right now is really showing that when it comes to him and how he relates to Thor. So really enjoy that. Speaking of Loki, his plan is in these issues is coming to fruition. He, a few issues back, he was a captor. He was working for Ylark, the warlock, and he kidnapped him, kind of did a role reversal on him. And he was using his tools, the, the warlock's tools to bring back the absorbing man to fight Thor while he was setting up his master plan in Asgard. We see a lot more of his plan coming to fruition in this issue. And we know that, the Absorbing Man is a huge part of that plan. Loki wants to use the Absorbing Man's power to absorb the power of Odin, which if you're even slightly familiar with Thor comics, Odin possesses a power called the Odin Force. And when the Odin Force is put into these stories, it can do a lot of different things. So Loki's plan is to use Crusher Creel, the absorbing man to take Odin's power from him. It's not a half bad plan. Actually, it makes a lot of sense. And I really appreciated that, that Loki's plan this time was pretty well thought out. It was pretty layered. That's what I mean. When I say it's a layered story, there's reasoning behind the moves that Loki has been making this whole time. And I appreciate his scheme coming to fruition and we're seeing a little bit more of how the pieces are being put together. <laughs> the, the highlight of this issue for me was Crusher in Asgard. Crusher in like getting involved with all the Asgardians. There's so many funny panels here and I want to read them for you because they are, they're just so money. Before he even goes to Asgard, uh, the Absorbing Man and Thor have this back and forth where Crusher says, It ain't fair. What good is my strength? What good is my power if I can't land a blow? I don't know. I didn't know it was going to be like this. And then Thor replies with, Drop your iron ball and chain and say no more. Your very voice is offensive to my ears. <laughs> Which, you got a point, Thor. You got a point. There, when they get to when Absorbing Man is brought to Asgard by Loki, Loki tries to assert, you know, his mastery over the Absorbing Man to get him to do Loki's plan. But the Absorbing Man kind of fights back for a second, and Loki sends him to like, like a, a frozen wasteland, just like snap of his fingers. And when Crusher lands in this wasteland area, here is the here are the things he says. 
fantastic. He says, I'm, I'm absorbing all the cold and I'm turning into a, a living snowman. All in bold. Fantastic. But how long can I take it? It's like, it's too cold to bear. I need help before I freeze to death. It was the guy I swung at, Loki. I must have done this. He's got to bring me back. He's he's just got to bring me back. Love, love the drama of the living snowman freezing to death in this in this wasteland that Loki has sent him to. He finally he admits like, okay, okay, Loki, I'll do I'll do what you what you say. And Loki again asserts his power over Crusher by saying, "Now heed my words." If you serve me faithfully, without question, you and I can share dominion of the universe. But if you deny me, your punishment will be swift and merciless. So that's that's Loki right there. Crusher responds. He says, okay, I get the picture. So, okay, I'm your boy. <laughs> it's just great. He gives up so quickly and he says something like, okay, I'm your boy. Okay. They... Loki and Crusher go into the throne room of Asgard and they start to fight the warriors of Asgard. And one of the cool panels that Crusher has is he touches one of the maces that the, the warriors are fighting against him with. And he, he has turned into this like really cool looking uh, metal spiked monster. And he says, because I have never been turned into a living mace before. That needs to be a villain in Thor comics, the living mace. That's fantastic. Maybe it's Crusher's other alter ego. There, there are some great moments where Thor gets to interact with Harris Hobbs, who we find out in this issue is the one responsible for kidnapping Jane. Now, I'll admit the reveal of Hobbs as Jane's captor fell a little flat for me. Because I didn't know ahead of time that it was going to be Hobbs, who we met a few issues back. He's a reporter who is, you know, uh, he's always around when Thor is doing stuff. He's he's kind of, that's uh, uh, kind of a trope in comics where like reporters or friends are, are nearby documenting what's happening to these superheroes. But Harris Hobbs kind of falls a little flat for me. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. He's in this issue and he kidnapped Jane to blackmail Thor to find out who Thor really was. And in this issue, he finds out that Thor is actually Don Blake. He takes a picture of him and Thor is like, oh, no, no mortal can see that. No mortal's eyes can can witness who I truly am. There is <laughs> some great banter between the two of them because Thor wants to get the picture back. And Hobbes is you know, saying, well, I don't have the picture on me. And you, you, you have to, you know, basically holds him kind of a power play and Thor is sworn not to hurt anybody. So he, he gets Hobbs to cooperate by a very unconventional means. He time travels with him. And when they go back to like the prehistoric age of the dinosaurs, Thor says, okay, I'll leave you here. If you don't give up the picture and Hobbs, of course, doesn't want to be left in the time of the dinosaurs. Thor also takes him to the future of the Earth, the future of the Earth, where like aliens have ravaged the planet, and our planet is about to collide with another planet. And he's like, "Okay, fine, 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 fine. I'll give up the picture. I'll give up the picture." So Thor, you know, gets him to agree that they're not gonna they're not gonna publish the picture. No one's gonna find out that Don Blake and Thor are one and the same. So that's how Thor kind of deals with that. Uh, it was a fun 
little aside, but I kind of thought the kidnapper uh, angle was going to be a little more, I don't know, uh, exciting. Maybe we were going to get a new supervillain out of that. So we'll, we'll see where it goes. We'll see. Uh, Harris is still around. When we go back to Asgard, the Absorbing Man and Loki are headed straight for Odin. And there's a great interchange uh, between Odin and the Absorbing Man. The Absorbing Man is so like blissfully unaware of how how great and powerful Odin is. He mocks him a lot. He calls him whiskers and white beard and all of these little like snippy, sassy, uh, you know, insults. Odin goes to shoot the, the, the Odin force, his, his power at the absorbing man and the absorbing man brings all the power into himself. Like his powers suggest. I thought this was a cool idea. And this is actually where the comic leaves off. This is the, this is the cliffhanger. And I found myself getting to the end of this, actually really excited about where this storyline is going. The next issue in journey into mystery is the conclusion of this crusher Loki Odin Thor story. And I'm really excited to see how it ends because this cliffhanger was so good. The absorbing man now has, he has the Odin force, which is nuts. So this issue, needless to say, I feel like I've given it away already that my read it or leave it is uh, yeah, you should go read this. You should go read this. In fact, you should probably go read this whole saga. I don't I don't know if this storyline has its own name, uh, but these issues as of late have been really good. And this story that they're telling over multiple issues has got me actually really intrigued in where this is going. So I'm excited to see the conclusion in the next issue. I would recommend you go read this, friends. This is uh, 22 pages worth your time. The main story is super good. And oh, I forgot the journey into mystery story. The journey into mystery story is uh, the journey into mystery tales of Asgard story that's at the back of this is a really simple uh, continuation of the journey Thor and Loki are on with the soldiers of Asgard trying to figure out why the Odin sword has been cracked back in Asgard and the followers of Loki on on board the boat, they try to commit mutiny against Thor because he's brought them to this dangerous place, the sea of fear. The mutiny doesn't go well. And uh, the, the soldiers are, they're fighting amongst each other. But when Balder blows the horn that he had set up in the previous issue, the fighting kind of ceases and we're, we're kind of back to a stalemate. I think it's one of those, like, it's almost like cabin fever where they've just been around each other so much. And the tension is so high that they kind of fight it out. And they're really worried that Thor is going to bring them to their death. Uh, because they're in a really scary place. So it would make sense that they'd be fearful of that, but the issue ends and they're about to go into the jaws of the dragon. So we'll see how that journey continues in the next issue, but overall definitely go out, read this real fun read. I'm excited to see how the story concludes in the next issue. That all being said, everybody, this has been our bite-sized throwback Thor 
episode of the week. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, I have one recommendation for you today. One thing I would love for you to consider, one thing I would love for you to do is go check out our Patreon. I will do my best to let you all know on our social media channels, but go check out our Patreon. We're putting up a new episode this week, and it's the second edition of my running Patreon show, I've Got Issues, where I actually have two guests come on and talk about the comics that we've been reading as of late. We have a a pretty pretty lengthy, fun conversation, and I know you'll enjoy it. So go check out our Patreon just for a few dollars a month. You can join the Thor Core, and you can be a part of that exclusive community that we are building over there on Patreon. So go check it out. I will do my best to put a link in the show notes if I can. If not, go check us out on social media and check out the Patreon content that we have for you. That all being said, everybody, hope Again, you've enjoyed this episode. These are really fun to look back into the history of Thor. So whatever you're doing today, wherever you're at in the nine realms, whatever you are up to, we thank you for joining us aboard the Bifrost. Till the next time you join us aboard the Rainbow Bridge, I encourage you, dear listener, friend of the Bifrost, stay worthy.